Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? We're sounding a little different. So, <clears throat> full disclosure, um, I have been moving. Uh, you are going to hear different sounds. I am uh, I, The first one I recorded last night after face-off hockey show, the audio sounded terrible. I did not like it, and I couldn't fix it because I accidentally, when I recorded, went to the wrong input, blah, 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 blah. But I'm redoing it now on an old computer, so if it sounds not as good as usual, um, that's the reason why. Um, I'm just still unpacking stuff. But we have to get you the Black Bears news you crave. And it was quite the uh, quite the weekend as the Black Bears head up to Rochester for the first time to take on the Rochester Junior Americans. Um, star-studded crowd out there. Uh, Christian Catalano showed up, the uh, all-time single-season leading scorer, and one of the big components to last year's uh, East Division Championship team. He was in attendance as he is attending RIT. Don't know if Kevin Scott got out there. Kevin Scott also attending RIT, but don't know if he had the um, time to do so between classes and all other commitments. So um, even still, it was good to see the alumni showing up in a big way for the Maryland Black Bears. A um, little bit of an inauspicious start for Maryland. As 11 seconds in, right off the opening faceoff, um, Gabriel Cole just comes down the wing for the Junior Americans and just rip one, rips one and just eludes the glove of Jack Winnicky 11 seconds into the game, and they get on the board first. So not really a great uh, great situation for the Black Bears to have on the uh, on the set, but it's okay. They settled things down. They started to get things going. They started to get things moving. Uh, however, Rochester goalie Florian Wade was pretty solid in his first uh, go at it, even though the Black Bears were pretty much peppering him uh, from the word go. Uh, well... <laughs> after the word go, as it were. So the Black Bears had some good shifts after the goal, making sure they kind of made their presence felt that way. The Black Bears would have some last-second heroics uh, to uh, counteract the uh, first-second heroics for Rochester as Adam Shankula, just in a mess of people, a nice scrum at the end of the game, literally pots at home with uh, very little time remaining, tenths of seconds even so much so they didn't even take the face off afterwards he pots home his second of the year Kareem El-Bashir his seventh assist Keanu Kren also his seventh assist they go into the locker room uh, tied up at one the second period however Rochester getting on the Black Bears a little bit starting 420 into the second period as Noah Van Shet was able to pot home his first of the year just able to find it the side of the net put it home and away we go with that one Black Bears now down two to one. Two minutes later, Landon Brownlee was able to pot one home as well, his third of the year, as that puts the Rochester Junior Americans up on that. Um, just a one-timer on the power play from Brownlee. Black Bears, again, uh, disciplined troubles in this one uh, and all weekend. And it was it, they kind of got goaded into some things as well. Rochester was really uh, physical, trying to assert their will against the East Division champs. And kind of got to uh, got a little overzealous, and the refs decided to uh, do what they do. But it's three to one, and then uh, next thing you know, what happens? Well, black bears start to come back in the middle of the frame in a big flurry. It was like a two-minute blink and you miss it situation. Starting off with uh, Adam Shankula creating another goal, throwing a puck in front, deflecting off a of Florian Wade stick. Uh, Dimitri Kibru gets a hack at it. That gets stopped by Florian, but Matthew Croxel will not be denied. He was able to pot home the second rebound for his second of the year. Kibru, his seventh assist. Adam Shankula, his eighth assist. Then 
not nary for nary a minute later 42 seconds later if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone trace johnson sneaking down for the point nice little setup pass by luke janice who pots uh johnson pots home his second of the year luke janice's fifth assist jesse horacek getting a touch on that for his third assist as well it did not end there can't stop won't stop uh-uh uh-uh as uh, Luke Janis getting on the score sheet uh, less than a minute later as well. He was going and getting in on that act as well. A nice little uh, pass across from uh, Matthew Croxel for his uh, third assist. Dimitri Kieber, his eighth assist on Janice's second goal. Black Bears, just in a blink of an eye, in a matter of uh, under two minutes, get a 4-3 lead. But literally 14 seconds after Janice's goal, Solter, uh, Sawyer Bolton, Finds the uh, loose puck in a scrum of people, puts it home, and we have another tie game from that. So, Black Bears getting some resurgence, and then next thing you know, bounce of a puck shows the other way. Starting off the third, physicality was another big thing. It continued on from the second period to the third period, and one of the big things with this one is sometimes, again, the whole idea of getting overzealous, and that's kind of what happened here with Dimitri Kibru who gets dinged for five and a game for head contact. So he goes uh, into he goes into the showers early, and he will be watching the rest of the game from the side. Then we'll talk about the implication on Saturday's game as well. But the Black Bears down five, uh, down for five minutes. Luckily, 16 seconds after that, Rochester picks up a penalty. So we got four on four action, but still. Four and four action. Rochester has a speedy team, has a quick skill team. They're able to transition really fast, and that's what they do. Get a three on one going the other way, just as they're about to get uh, their player back to get another like two minutes or so, or just under three minutes on the major. But Adam Shankula does a great job, not only block, uh, breaking up the three on one going the other way, but literally taking it end to end, using his edge work to get out of the defensive zone, just powering through. The neutral zone, and once he gets in the offensive zone, ducks a shoulder, comes across, puts it over the uh, shoulder of Florian Wayne for a highlight real goal, and I believe it's considered a shorty because the penalty expired just as the puck went in the net. So there you go. Adam Shankula pots home a game winner for the Black Bears as they win 5-4. to four. Uh, Jack Wenicke in the defense shut him down after that, and boy howdy, Black Bears get a thrilling victory. In this one by a score of 5-4. to four. Winnicky, 30 saves in the winning effort. Another dub for Winnicky this season. So we move on to Saturday's game. And to talk about implications on Saturday's game, Dimitri Kibru was missing from that when he gets a one-game suspension for head contact. That is automatic. So he is uh, done for that one. But Rochester, again, getting a lot of quick pressure in their zone. Mason Joseph in the cage uh, on Saturday was making some solid saves couple breakaways, couple odd man rushes he was able to stop and keep the Black Bears and this sheet for both sides scoreless. However, um, next thing you know, power play happens for Rochester and uh, Matteo DePizzo uh, was able to pot one home on a snapper from the top of the circles through screens, through bodies, through everything like that, but gets past Mason Joseph for one nothing Rochester uh Rochester lead. They kept pressure on the offensive zone. Black Bears, a little bit of issues getting um, the puck out, a little bit of transition issues, trying to get a breakout going. Just couldn't, just bounces one way or the other. Just, you know, happenstance, as is the deal with hockey. Um, so they were able to do it. But next thing you know, Massimo Gentili with a 4-on-4-on-4 uh, four 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 play, able to pick up his own rebound, uh, and then, boom, put it home with under a minute remaining, put Rochester up 2 to nothing going into the first intermission. 
In the second period, though, Black Bears look to get one. They look to get another one. Matthew Croxel looks to get his third of the year. However, the net was off the moorings for a good four or five seconds. The refs didn't blow it dead until, oh, wait, um, this happened. So it get, they discuss it a little bit. It gets called back. So the Black Bears still down two. Physicality being the uh, big theme of the weekend, as is high scoring. Um, but that that continues in this instance, and uh, yeah, next thing you know, we got another uh, another man advantage for the Rochester Junior Americans and Clay O'Donnell redirects a shot from the slot, puts it home for his first, and uh, yeah, Black Bears now down three to nothing. But again, this team has been down six of the first eight games. They know how to play from being down a goal, uh, so. They're able to make these kind of comebacks, and it starts with uh, Luke Rubin, who was able to pick up a rebound off of the uh, off of the initial shot from uh, Thomas Toth, and boom, in the net it goes. Luke Rubin gets his first NHL goal. The Fulton, Maryland native, doing good. Toth with his third assist. Mike Ergo, another Marylander, on this one, his second assist of the year. Black Bears try to get anything back in the second. They do not. So we go into the second intermission. Down three to one for your Maryland Black Bears. Then, thanks to a carryover penalty in the third period, the Black Bears start hot. They start great as Jesse Horacek, another Marylander, punt home the power play goal 49 seconds into it, making it his third of the year as uh, he is able to just pick up a Matthew Croxel rebound and uh, put it home. Um, sorry, I thought it was a, a Adam Shankula rebound, reading something else. And then, boom, in the net it goes. Horacek's third, Shankula's ninth assist of the year, Evan, uh, Evan Sofakitis with his third assist on that one. Maryland, again, trying to find the equalizer, trying to get anything they can to uh, get a point, get something in here, maybe get a point, rebound themselves to two points on that instance. And then just before midway point, Thomas Toth, another, the number one play on NAHL uh, plays of the week for this week. So that's pretty solid there. Thomas Toth picking up the puck in the neutral zone and then just skating through the defense, going forehand, backhand, goal light for his fourth of the year. Matthew Croxel's fourth assist. Evan Sofakitis, his fourth assist. Fours across the board. Black Bears now tied up 3-3. Three to three. Rochester is in shock. They are, the party deck is not partying as much as they thought. Nobody could get any kind of a head game ahead of that, and then they go to overtime. Nothing solved in overtime, though great chances on both sides on that three-on-three play. You have a lot of wide-open ice. The speed and skill of these teams, able to create some chances. Nothing happened in there. We go to a skills competition. Black Bear shooters did not uh, convert, and then Rochester has one guy who converts, and Elabu, that's the game. Black Bears drop this one 4-3 to three in the shootout, but able to get a point in this one so three out of four points in rochester not a terrible terrible situation for them could have been better could have had all four but hey that's how the crooked crumbles happy to get three move on out especially in divisional matchups when you have four teams in a nine team division getting into the playoffs any point you can steal from somebody else it's going to be good so um yeah or any point you can kind of match with them so instead of a two-point swing like it was Friday night where Maryland gets two points to Rochester zero is only one point swing for Rochester. They get one point. Black Bears get one or they get two points. Black Bears get one point difference of one math. <laughs> so um, there's that Black Bears getting four points in that. But uh, more important, Adam Shankula getting a star of the week. He had a he's had a great year. To start off, Adam Shankula, this whole team is really starting to come together. You can see a lot of the players developing 
as the season goes on. But, uh, you know, good for Adam Shankula to get recognized. The alternate captain for the Black Bears um, gets, uh, gets a nice little thing. Two goals, two assists, including the game winner on Friday night. A true leader becoming a nice little... Uh, uh, Lieutenant at Arms for Dimitri Kieber and that leadership team. So uh, good, to, good to see him doing well. Shankula, big-bodied forward, a guy who's definitely going to be looked at by some D1 schools and hopefully, fingers crossed, have some kind of announcement on that. So there you go. Congratulations to Shankula. Congratulations to the rest of the team on the weekend as they head into back to home. They're back home. They're like me. They're back home. You got it like that. As the Black Bears are going to take on the Danbury Junior Hat Tricks Friday and Saturday night. The Danbury Junior Hat Tricks kind of started to swing a little bit of favorable ways um, in the beginning or at, towards the end of last season. You think, okay, after their like 37-game uh, losing streak, they're going to have, you know, we're going to have something going here. Um, Patrick Steffen trying to right the ship around. But so far, it's been a uh, bit of a rough go for Danbury. Two wins. Uh, two five and one on the board. Black Bears currently at five two and one. They are in the way too early look at the division lead. They are second above Johnstown and Maine. Northeast is uh, reigning supreme, one point above the Maryland Black Bears. But again, East Division, it's wacky, it's crazy. You don't know what's going to happen week to week. So this could be also a trap situation for the Black Bears as they take on Danbury. Always a tough play for the Black Bears as Danbury. But we will see what happens Friday night. Star Wars night. Dresses your favorite Star Wars character. Mine is the narrator. Um, don't know who the narrator is, but we'll just go scrolling text. I'll be scrolling text guy. That'd be fantastic. Go out. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com for Friday night and Saturday night, too. 6.30 start on Saturday night and get uh, your Saturday going early after the game. And, um, yeah, go to Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com for all the rest. One alumni update, and this is something we were kind of we knew but we didn't know, and we want to make sure it was official for the team first. But uh, former associate head coach Kim Weiss is now back her home. She's back at her area, her alma mater of Trinity College. She will be assistant coach of the men's program, uh, which is a D3 school up there. Um, so she will be the first female, um, first female coach in men's college hockey. I believe was what the press release said. It's almost it's it's really sad to see her go. Let's let's be honest. Um, but I mean, for her to blaze more trails, you know, go go with it, man. If you got the opportunity to advance, why wouldn't you? Uh, you know, the, the players go to colleges and advance that way. Why not coaches? So, congratulations to Kim, and we will be keeping tabs on her and those uh, Trinity Bantams. Um, moving forward so congratulations and uh all the best of luck there kim appreciate what you've done for the team uh moving forward and uh yeah here's to you we will be uh, keeping tabs and that'll do it for me in this makeshift uh, studio and this makeshift computer setup so hopefully this sounds great if it doesn't then blame the computers <coughs> uh, you can fund our <laughs> you can fund the computer fund at patreon.com slash baseball hockey show but all other things, all other news and information, uh, you can go to Twitter at DefendingDenMBB or ClutchAndCrabHockey.com for more. I'll be at the games this weekend. If you see me, say hi. Don't punch me in the face, please, for the love of God. That's We don't want that. If you have a problem with me, we'll talk it out. We'll have a good time. Um, so if you see me, say hi. Um, and then, you know, we'll chat. We'll do what we can do. We'll watch those Black Bears take on the Danbury Junior Hat Tricks. Hopefully get four points 
out of the whole deal. So that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters. Again, Defending Den MBB on Twitter and ClutchingCrabHockey.com. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.